Hey everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sunday Soother Advice Cast. This is a podcast that comes out most Sundays, where I answer questions about how to live your life with more meaning and intention. I'm Katherine Andrews, your host. I'm a writer and editor living in DC, and I'm also the author of the Sunday Soother newsletter. So today I'm going to be talking about a big topic, which is the concept of spiritual journeys. What does that mean? How do you do it? And what has mine looked like? So a couple of housekeeping items before we start. If you want your question to be answered on this podcast, it's super easy. Just head to tinyletter.com slash candrews. That's also where you can sign up for my newsletter. To find the link where you can submit anonymously, you can also find the link to submit and a lot of other interesting links at instagram.com slash Andrews. Okay, I have to admit, I've been putting off this episode for a long time because it just has seemed so big and I didn't really know where to start. Spiritual journey, what does that even mean? Um, I guess that's the point. It, it means different things to different people and that's why it can be hard to wrap your head around it and um, answer any questions or definitions about it. So I'm just going to speak from my own experience. For me, a spiritual journey has nothing to do with religion. That's number one. It has everything to do with who you are, your place in the world, and how you find contentment and purpose. So it's not, you know, a path to religious enlightenment. It's a path to understanding your spirit or soul or essence and then living that authentically in your life. Um, So, yeah. That's that's sort of what it means to me. It's really just self-knowing and then being able to execute on that self-knowing in a way that aligns with the values that you've discovered about yourself and the way that you want to be in the world and the way that you want to be with other people and the way that you want to be sort of in the whole ecosystem of, you know, the universe or the collective or whatever this is that we're floating around in. So for me, I think there are three big components of a spiritual journey and they are self-knowing right? Like knowing your spirit or your essence and knowing the truth about who you really are. They are understanding who are others to you. And that's everything from your family to friends, to your community, to the world around you and figuring out, you know, who is that to you? How do you want it to be? And what are you doing to create a world that you are proud to live in? And three, coming to peace with some sort of understanding or belief about, um, you know, a, a higher purpose system, right? Like, and that system could be anything. It could be, we are just like a giant biological blip. And when we die, nothing happens. It could be religion. It could be some understanding of something else that resonates with you and sort of gives you peace about the purpose of humanity and this planet. So it doesn't really matter what it is. Um, So those are the three things that I think really make up a spiritual journey. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about each of those three things and how you can start reflecting on them. And, you know, if this doesn't sound like, you know, you're interested in knowing all these things, but you don't want to call it a spiritual journey, you don't have to call it a spiritual journey. (laughs) It's just understanding more about yourself and your place in this world, which is a very worthy concept you know, for anybody to do, and I think for anybody to spend time on. So knowing yourself. So this is part of my belief system, which is that I truly believe that everybody does come into this world with a sort of essence or even a purpose, right? Um, Something at the core of who you are and how you are that is baked into your being from the moment that you are born. 
And that's really hard to discover though, right? Like often that essence is manifested and available when we're children, but it gets shut down for a variety of reasons. So there's some ways to start thinking about this and sort of try to discover like what you think your essence or your soul or whatever you want to call it. The word does not matter, but sort of who you really are and who your being is. Um, I would say the first is to sort of think about this in concentric, three concentric circles, right? There's like the outer rim, the outer circle of who you are. And that's maybe like how society would define you. So we'll take me for example, you know, I'm Catherine. I'm a 39 year old straight female white who lives in Washington, DC. I am a writer. Uh, I'm a sister, a daughter, an aunt, a friend. You know, I work at a place of employment, sort of taxpayer, citizen of the United States, sort of these broad things that are descriptive, right? Like that, you know, you could put on a form on your LinkedIn profile or whatever, Um, but they're very broad. So that's like the real outer layer of who you are. I think the second layer is a little deeper, and this may be how your friends would describe you, right? Or even how you might describe yourself. And these are qualities rather than things you've done. Um, You know, for me, uh, I'm creative. I'm funny. I'm moody. I'm, you know, I do write and make, and that's very crucial to me. Um, I'm compassionate. I am progressive. I'm a feminist. So these are sorts of things that get a little bit deeper about your belief system in the world and how others see you too. And then there's that really deep inner core knowing that's where the true essence is. And that can be the hardest to know about yourself, to define about yourself, to figure out. And it sometimes can be like a lifetime of work of understanding who that is and accessing that person. Um, Those are the things you might only know about yourself and maybe you don't even know or that you've buried away. Um, who, who are you at your core? And for me, I'm still figuring that out, you know, I, but I look back to myself as a child and I think I have a lot of those elements, um, highly sensitive, highly, highly sensitive, uh, highly empathetic. I was the kind of kid who couldn't like, I only wanted to sleep with one pillow and I had two pillows on my bed and like every night I would rotate the two pillows that I'd put the one I'd put on the floor because I felt so bad for the other pillow that it wasn't being used. And I just imagined it to be super, super sad. So that gives you like a little bit of a glimpse into the kind of kid I was. Um, emotionally intense, right? Like that's also who I am. I'm, I'm dark in some capacities. I'm private. Um, I do not let people in very easily because in part I'm extremely vulnerable and that is work I've been doing for a long time to access that part of me because it was shut down for like decades. Um, so I'm also extremely, in addition to being extremely vulnerable, I'm extremely compassionate. Um, you know, I have a big heart and a big want to help heal others and be empathetic and use that sensitivity, that empathy, that compassion, that vulnerability in a way that helps others feel seen too. So, you know, that's a little bit of my essence, I would say is, is deep vulnerability and compassion. Um, and of course there are other things, right? Like I'm, I do think I'm deeply funny. I am creative and intelligent and, you know, I loyal, stubborn, lots of different things, right? But like when I think about 
the essence of who I am, it's kind of the thing you sort of like shrink away from talking about a little bit because it feels embarrassing or hard. Um, and for me, it's really that like soft underbelly <laughs> of being a human. So you want to spend some time focusing on that, right? Like some of the best ways to do that are write out those three concentric circles. How does society see you? How do you and your friends describe yourself? And then what's the exploration of that deeper side, that deeper essence or soul or core traits that are, you know, the softness of you? And understanding that will help you sort of get to the next level of your spiritual journey or whatever you want to call it. Um, who are others to you? Who is society? What part of community uh what part of a community do you want to be in? What kind of community and what kind of world are you willing to fight for? Okay, so who are others to you? You know, are people tools to advance your career? Are they friends? Are they people, you know, to go out and have drinks with? Are they people to be to fight to be defensive again, against? Um, there are lots of ways, you know, are they are they just truly friends? Are they family? Are they your safe space? Um, so think about your friends and your family and how you would describe who are these to me, right? Because then you're getting at a larger sense of community and the sort of world you currently are a part of and the kind of world you want to be a part of. And if you're willing to make choices um, that will help create the vision of that sort of world. So what is important to you in a community? Um, for me, you know, social justice, uh, feminism, women's rights, rights of the vulnerable and marginalized populations, the environment. And am I living in alignment with all of those things? You know, for a long time, I, I was not and you know, one 100% I was not I was, you know, tweeting about it. And, you know, outraged at the right times. Um, but have had I been doing the hard work of helping those communities and the people who are really at the ground level dealing with those issues? No, and I've only just started and I still am really thinking about where will that take me? You know, how can I really get to that level where I am truly with all of my heart and all of my skill set creating the kind of world that I want to live in? And am I willing and able to make those hard choices? And I think I'm sort of like in the middle of that journey. I don't think I'm anywhere near where I want to be um, because it's hard to shed some of those things <laughs> like, right, like if you want to live in a community or a world where environmentalism and social justice are paramount, that may mean like, I don't know, like opting out of the capitalist society. And like, how do you do that? How do you figure out how to make money still and like survive and, you know, do all of these things. So that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately in terms of what does my work look like to align with the community and the world that I want to create and be a part of. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like in the middle of that spiritual journey. I think I sort of got the essence one like a little bit closer, but that's still a struggle for me too. Um, and then finally, the third thing I think in terms of a spiritual journey is what, like, do you think, why, why do you think we're here? <laughs> do you think, I read an article recently that was like, we are part of like an intergalactic zoo. <laughs> this earth has been uh, popular, like, populated by aliens like and they're keeping like I don't know the Milky Way is like a fence keeping the zoo in or something and I was like all right maybe I don't know um you know you don't have to figure out what happens what you think happens to people after they die but it is worth considering like what is the motivating factor for why you think we're here you know do you believe in heaven do you believe in hell 
do you believe in, like I said, they're a biological blip and nothing happens after you die? Um, what is the higher purpose of being here? You know, what is, what is, what are you striving towards in your life? And what kind of legacy do you want to be leaving behind? Um, for me, this is such a complicated question. I, and I have like no articulated idea on this. Um, but I don't believe in heaven or hell. I don't believe like in a single God. I don't believe in really super organized religion. I do believe in faith and spirituality. Um, that there is some sort of larger good at work, whether it's sort of an abstract energetic concept or something bigger. And I think I would really like to find an actual community of faith around that. I don't know if it's like Unitarianism or Quakers or something, but people who are engaging with the idea of what it means to be a good human and how to elevate um, our lives here on this planet while we're here in a way that when we leave, we've made a good mark and we move on to sort of whatever the next stage is. That's sort of like an opaque answer, but I, I don't know. You know, I, I am in the middle of it as much as any of you are in terms of these things. And I, you know, given the fact that I said I'm sort of like a private, intense, thoughtful person, I spend a lot of time thinking about this stuff, like more than maybe is like useful or, or healthy. But to me, it's sort of, I guess that's, that's where I am. Like I'm in the middle of a spiritual journey and sort of figuring those things out. So it's not so crazy that I'm spending so much time thinking about it. Um, so... Those are the three areas, like what is your essence? Who are others in your community to you? And like, what are you doing to create the sort of community and world you want to be a part of? And then three, like what is the big picture, like big God universe uh, framework look like for you? And, you know, just being aware all three of those things, you might never really get concrete answers to and understanding there's not like an end goal for a spiritual journey, right? I mean, I guess like there was for Buddha, he just like got enlightened and he was like, cool, <laughs> I'm set. The rest of us are like figuring it out for probably our entire lives and understanding that the process is the goal is I think the best way to go. So there's never going to be a stopping point, right? Like you're always going to be evolving and you're thinking around these myriad areas. Um, you know, some people, I think I'm like totally bastardizing this, but, um, I believe there are some frameworks that think that development of consciousness is one of the purposes that why we're here. And that means sort of, um, trying a little bit along the lines that I was talking about. We're trying to elevate our purposes to like our highest capability and so we're developing through like, we're trying to heal basic wounds that have happened to us. And then we are trying to understand ourselves and others and then move towards our highest capacity as humans and express that in the world. So that might be more something like develop aligning. Um, sorry, I'm actually going to look this up because I want to make sure I get this right. Typey, type, type. Um, so... Some people call it, you know, the chakra system and developments. Some people call it the rainbow bridge, <laughs> which is like ascension of some sort. Um, so you're concerned with earthly matters and then you become concerned with like your own internal matters and then you become concerned with other people's matters. 
And then you become concerned with like, why are we here? And like, how do we alleviate all of human suffering? (laughs) So you can Google the chakra system or rainbow bridge and chakras and sort of understand a little bit of consciousness development there. Um, But that it's a progression of spiritual involvement. Um, And again, it would go from sort of like base material and security. So you'd be concerned. I guess it's it's something a little bit along the lines of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs or something, right? Like you're concerned with stability and shelter and like money and then your purpose, your concern around different purposes evolves as you explore and sort of progress in each of those areas. So that's super winding. I have to admit, I was really nervous to talk about this topic. I think it's part of the reason I delayed it for so long um, because I just don't know, right? Like I, I don't feel like I can speak authoritatively on any of this, even for my own journey. Um, I'm really you know, still figuring out what things mean to me. Um, and it's such a highly charged and also highly personal topic um, that I really want to make sure I sort of talk about it, like with respect and understanding and understanding for myself too, right? Like I feel very vulnerable <laughs> talking about all of this, which now I'm realizing is another reason I was probably sort of putting it off subconsciously. Um, Because it's sort of, you know, a lot of people might give you shit for talking about this or thinking about this or thinking about spiritual journeys because it is considered so, you know, like woo-woo or like so unnecessary or like, you know, we really should just focus on our jobs and like providing and how are we contributing to society. But I mean, I think if I know from my work and writing anything about humans is that we we are searching for being part of a higher purpose and a higher calling. And to me sort of embarking on a spiritual journey is is that process of going there and figuring out who you are and, and how you um, contribute to that higher calling and higher purpose of this time we have on earth. So if you want to start a spiritual journey, <laughs> I have to say, I think if you like are like, yes, I want to start a spiritual journey, you like probably have already started it in some capacity, right? Like you're thinking about it, you're wondering about yourself. Um, the things to do are, you know, meditation and journaling are your first tools on starting a spiritual journey because getting to know yourself without the distractions of the world outside and tuning back into your intuition and your essence are the first steps in understanding who you are and what you're about. And that's the first building block for any spiritual journey. Um, You know, we can go on meditation retreats. There are lots of um, books to read. Uh, I don't have any specific, specific examples. I probably should have prepared a little bit better. I'm reading one now called The Calling. It does sound kind of like a scam, but The Calling, a 12-week science-based program to discover, energize, and engage your soul's work. So that's figuring out more about the, um, you know, your spiritual journey in terms of like the work that you're doing here on earth, right? And Jack Kornfeld and um, Buddhist texts can be very useful. You know, the OGs, you can go back to the Bible, like go back to the Quran, to whatever. Like spiritual texts are perfectly good starting point for a spiritual journey, even if you don't believe in those religions or in organized religions, because, you know, in a lot of ways they do reflect humans who were thinking about these things. Um, And so reading them like as if you were reading... um, a scientific text could be very useful. There is this one book called, oh God, where did it go? 
Um, a lot of people like to read the Four Agreements. Uh, this is called, okay, sorry. The Four Agreements, um, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. So you might categorize it more under the self-help category, but uh, I think a lot of people have found it really helpful just to jumpstart their thinking about these questions that I'm talking about here. Um, let's see, Essential Spirituality. So this is a book that I've been reading. Um, again, it's called Essential Spirituality, The Seven Essential Practices to Awaken Heart and Mind. And it includes exercises from the world's religions to cultivate kindness, love, joy, peace, vision, wisdom, and generosity. So those are a few good places to start in terms of reading. Um, and I always, always, always recommend morning pages because what you're doing is stream of consciousness writing that is going to allow your like sort of subconscious to start talking to you and reveal things that may have been buried or that you didn't even realize that you knew or thought. Um, and so for me, I mean, in literal terms of like chronological stuff, I would guess my spiritual journey probably started a couple of years ago um, without me even knowing that it was starting, sort of becoming more interested in the idea of um, holistic treatments, coaching and helping other people and reading more on these topics and like listening more to podcasts about Buddhism or about people who were working in these sorts of systems. And then I think it sort of like jump started in the summer of 2018. Even if I didn't realize it at the time, I went on a five day silent meditation retreat. It gave me a lot of time to think, as you might imagine, and a lot of time to spend in, in nature. And then I went to Sedona in the fall of 2018 and was introduced to a lot more um, holistic and integral concepts that I have start, started since thinking about and practicing um, and just the you know act of being in Sedona, which is a very sort of spiritual place, I think got me thinking more about what does spirituality mean to me. And then I think really the Sunday Soother has been an act of faith and spirituality for me. It's a safe space for me to explore what I'm thinking around those topics and to hear from others. Um, so the dedicated writing of that, you know, it's been about a year since I started that newsletter. So, you know, every 50, every week for 52 weeks, I'm really trying to engage mindfully with sort of big topics that are important to me. So the combination of like the silent retreat, trips to Sedona, thinking, being more accepted of holistic treatments for, you know, mental health or medical issues, meditating, morning journals, um, and writing the Sunday Soother have really like been the bulk of my spiritual journey. Um, and I suspect that this will be a journey that I am on for the rest of my life. <laughs> so like I said, there is no goal. The, uh, the process and the way is the goal. And it's going to be a constant evolution and journey for me and I, I think everybody else. So that's sort of what I have to say about spiritual journeys. And I hope it was useful. I really, I have to say again, I was nervous to talk about it. Um, because who am I to speak on this? But I am just a human who's trying to figure out their place in the world and how to contribute meaningfully to everything that's happening today and getting to know myself better. So just like any of you. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on what spirituality means to you or what it looks like for you and how it manifests in your life and sort of the tools that you've been using. So if you would, um, please write me at kathdandrews at gmail.com 
or head to tinyletter.com slash candrews or instagram.com slash Andrews to submit your thoughts anonymously. I would really, really appreciate um, hearing them, you know, because part of this is understanding that we're not all alone sort of figuring out this stuff that is very new to us. So it would be helpful to me to know what, what other people are thinking. Um, so I'm actually going to do one more bonus episode for season one. And it's not just a teaser. I've actually got it recorded already. So that will go up either also today for a double whammy or um, next Sunday. And then next season two should start in another, I would say, six weeks or so. And that is an episode about shame and self... uh, Sorry, a season about shame and self-esteem. So we'll be talking more about those topics. So thank you so much for listening to my rambling today. And here is to living your week ahead with lots of thoughtfulness connection, meaning, and even some spirituality. So have a good one.